Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. Join hands, love train. It's another week here. We are very excited to be, you know, counting down the days until this season (laughs) is over. Are we sick of the season or are we sick of the season? Honestly, you guys, like it's been a really long road. Um, So we're really excited to be recapping the reunion for this episode. Can't wait to get into it, honestly. Yes. Before we jump into that, have you seen anything in the streets or were you uh, blacked out? Off of social um, media this week. Yeah, I just came off of vacation, so I barely had Wi-Fi to like just be perusing. Um, Good. So Perfect. I did not see much of anything. I did, however, take our oh. Instagram, um, our uh, not our um, podcast reality um, Instagram, not just reality podcast, and I went ahead and requested a few folks um, from this. Are past people season. public now? They're not public yet, but okay. they will be. Okay. So I went ahead and requested um, Olajuwon, Jasmina, okay, and Katina. Katina, okay, yeah. Um, I didn't. <laughs> not Mike Morinsky. I did not. I I did not. I did not. <laughs> um, I didn't follow Mike or you know Lindsay. Yeah, I just don't even know. So yeah, I just follow those three that. just because I'm really interested. Jasmina changed her photo. Um, and her bio. It says early childhood educator. Dog mom, professional eye roller, or whatever. Okay. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> what did it say before that? Did it say something It didn't different? say anything before that. Okay. Yeah. And then Katina's, let's see what hers says. Hers is just a link tree, which is a whole bunch of links to articles. Um, Katina's then, is links to articles? Yeah, like Married at First Sight articles. Oh, I was like, hmm. And then Olajuwon's is, again, the link tree to articles. Weird. Okay. So, yeah, so there you have so it. So they've, requ- they've accepted the request? Or Not yet. Pending? I imagine okay. it will pinned after um, the so second one. Lindsay, um, I have not requested to follow her. Um, her bio says, adventurer, explorer, badass, lover, and then some sort of writing in Latin. Essay quam vidiri? No idea. Um, probably being something that ain't got nothing to do with her. Let's see. Essay quam. <laughs> oh, here we go. What's her handle? It oh, means wait, um, Nurse Lindsay. To be rather than to seem. Wait. Yeah, to be rather okay. than to seem. Interesting. Do we? Know okay, what that so means? girl, no. Is that, <laughs> is that something see people say? It's not like, Le, what is it, Le Bon Tim? Well, okay, no, like it is not like. It's not like anything. It's not like it let the good times roll. <laughs> but apparently it's it's North Carolina's motto, state motto also. North Carolina? Yeah. That's weird. But doesn't she say she lives in California now? Yeah, she does. Weird. Um, so, yeah, so that's hers. And then, um, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, Mark. Okay. And then Mark says he ain't got none. Oh, he's the CEO of some place, something called Switch Ups. And then a CEO of another 
official clothing brand of Mark the Shark. Is he serious? Okay. Switch ups. I feel like we looked into that before. It was like a watch or a something. Yeah, apparently he is the CEO. Okay. Cool. I did notice he had a watch on, but I was like, this looks like kind of like a G Shock or something. But I don't know. Maybe it was the switch ups. It probably was. I also thought like maybe this is an Apple Watch with a different band. It didn't seem to stand <laughs> out that much. Um, it was just like white. But anywho, who, who are we ready to I go? Missing? Yeah, annoy. Uh, oh. Um, <laughs> nothing. Um, and then Steve. She doesn't have anything cryptic in her. No, in Steve her? has um, a Moy family page. I don't know what that means. Oh, I, I guess know. this. Oh yeah, all things Moy, like his family. Oh. Oh, Noy says all the pretty little things. Interesting. Oh, so some of Steve's, I guess, sisters must be married to black men. <laughs> his family is. It's a mixed family. Is that it's a mixed family? They, I mean, they look okay. actually. Honestly, the whole family is mixed because I mean, you know, you got the Asians, it's black children, mm-hmm. it's black people, it's white. It's actually very diverse. Look at them. On Alyssa's Instagram, her little um, avatar has her with a hoodie on that says "I'm a good person." Oh, She's no. really taking this to the bank. I guess is that what's happening? Oh, I see it. Goodness. It says dog rescue or good person. Asked me how to be a flight angel or rescue dogs in the Bahamas. It leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, I don't think we'll be following her on our Instagram page. Who are we missing? Oh, Mike. Chris says now taken. I wonder if who is Chris. Alyssa's ex-husband. Yeah. Um, I don't. uh, Looks like he founded his own realty company, but it says Boston season fourteen. Then it's like now taken. So I wonder. Now taken. That is so weird. Yeah, his page isn't even private. So. Is Damn. He part of this process. Oh, there we go. Here's Michael Morenci. Um, oh yeah, he's What's on his? the founder of M Morenci Fitness. Oh, he's just a personal trainer. So that's his Instagram page, <laughs> and then he is also he has a photo booth page. A photo booth page. Um, apparently he takes pictures see. with Glow Booth USA. Oh yeah, I see that. Michael D. Morenci. This seems boring. He's followed by Key. I actually see him in some of the photos. This oh. is weird. How are you going to be taking photos if you're in the photos? Does he own a photo booth, we think? I don't fucking know. Maybe. So, yes, I didn't have much to, to find, but it seems like I did have stuff to find. So, just going okay. through all their Instagrams. <laughs> yeah, he's, in these, they, he's uh... in these pictures at the Glow booth. <laughs> I don't really understand. Does he look like he's like professional or is he just attending? He's attending all these events? No, I think he's with the Glow Booth. Okay. It says seen on VH1 and hashtag Lifetime TV. Boston's top quality photo booth company, hashtag Wedding Wire, hashtag The Knot. Is this how they found him? Like talent search? Wow. Interesting. So maybe he owns a photo booth and brings it to weddings and he somehow which can be very lucrative that is a lucrative field everyone wants one yeah especially these 360 ones i don't like those i hate these 360 ones i mean that's what's out now so it seems like that's what he's doing him and jasmina's pictures are on this glow booth usa thing oh where what 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 date scroll down scroll down it says november 25th okay i'm on this gentleman who is posing with wads of cash oh okay, okay scroll up some it says 
Merit at First Sight Season 14 Boston cast has been officially, in quotes, announced. We are proud to announce that Global with USA's very own Michael D. Morinci will be a cast member. Tune in January 5th, Lifetime, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Interesting. So there's like three plugs for that. But I guess he was there before. Maybe he wasn't in the pictures before. Interesting. So he's got a photo booth. Oh, I see it. So he's got a photo booth um, and um, what's it called? A personal Physical fitness. Thing? Yeah, personal trainer. Good for him. Oh, well, what's his face is in this photo booth? Safari and Erica Mena. Interesting. He's done a photo, a baby shower thing for them. Oh, hmm. Lord. Joe Budden is over here. Okay. Well, you know, maybe he's. Well, that that would be VH1, yeah, because Remy Ma and uh, who is it, Papoose? This is Safari and Erica's wedding. Interesting. Okay, I haven't watched whatever show they're on recently. Is it Meredith? No, Love and Hip Hop. Is that what they're on? These people. Oh, is that what? I'm not sure. Okay, I think those people might be Love and Hip Hop, but I haven't watched that show. Yeah, yeah, that sounds in right. Quite a few seasons. That sounds right. Okay, so he's kind of already connected to the industry. <laughs> Which, are you an actor, Michael Marinsky? Well, no. I mean, he did have that clip of him acting. I don't feel like he was acting, though. I feel like he liked, he wanted to, this to work. I still, okay, let's, let's go into it. Let's just let's get into it. Head on in. To, uh, this is reunion part one. So there's a, part, a whole second part that we didn't get to see, even though we've already talked to everybody. I guess part two is when we talk to the experts. So it's been five months since the cameras left. Um, they're doing some teasers for all the drama. It looks like Lindsay got something done to her teeth, but I can't tell what exactly. Did it seem that way to you? I didn't even look at them. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, sorry. I don't know if her teeth like this or if she got like some kind of top teeth procedure. Oh my gosh. It's slightly different. I am so sorry. Let's pause really quickly. Uh, well, don't steal on the show. But so going back to social media. Oh my goodness, what'd you see? I'm so sorry. So Michaela from Houston season <laughs> has been posting all of these lavish gifts that she purchased for Zachary um, because their their divorce was finalized this week. Oh. So she apparently bought this man all sorts of shit. All sorts of shit. Like, Ooh, like monog- again? Mo- monogrammed um, Louis Vuitton and monogrammed just all sorts of shit i'm like why were you buying this stuff she's she's deleted everything off of her page probably because we're all just like what are you doing like where did you see it at you searched it 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 was on her stories okay okay and so she was just posting all the stuff all the stuff about all these things she bought for him apparently he like i think either he got her this tiffany necklace and then she like pawned it or something i was like girl that is just so are we pawning things now like i'm just Mm -hmm. it was a lie then she showed like this really gross monogrammed like louis vuitton wallet that i thought was not very attractive um And then something else she bought him. All this designer shit. I was like, you making money, girl? Like, I, I just didn't understand, like, why she was purchasing all these gifts for him. What did she say she was doing? Like, real estate or something? But she was yes. in a little Yeah, real apartment. estate. Mm. But that apartment. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm still really confused. She says that she it went into... like she did a Q&A on her. Wow. On her stories. 
Well, she says that she went through a lot with him and that she didn't realize that he wasn't in it for the right reasons. And he, you know, just saw her as a roommate and a, a co-worker. And I don't know, there's something about the way she talks about it that just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel like she's being very honest. She's saying it wasn't a real wedding. Well, it certainly she was says- a real divorce. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I see all these questions. Are you bisexual? Yeah. I am not. If Zach reached out, I want to try again. Would you? We tried over a year ago, but now we're do- divorced. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. What's your type? She likes big hands and deep voices. Very attractive. Girl, no. Skip, 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 skip. Skip through all that. There's nothing there. Yeah, like there's just something about her energy interesting and she's like oh this was a really fun question and answer was it like yeah and she's deleted everything off of her page so then i can tell us there's one oh yeah that's true she's and from november says stop stigmatizing i'm i'm really tired all right sorry i had to get to that because that is something that i saw where i was just like what so yeah my apologies y'all let's continue okay Interesting. I wouldn't say surprising, but interesting. Interesting. Yeah, indeed. Wow. Okay. She keeps it interesting. Um, let's see. Kevin Frazier is hosting as per usual. Tamara's favorite host. Love um him. we start off. There's like a little bit of check-in with everyone. Mark has lost apparently forty pounds and probably the you know, at least hundred and fifty that Lindsay weighs because they're not oh, sorry. Mm. Mark has lost 40 pounds. He's taking care of himself. Katina says this has been a breath of fresh air to be in a normal routine again. Alyssa says there's been good and bad times since watching the show. Kevin's kind of asking, you know, how was it watching it in real time? Alajuan says the hardest part for him was a lot of self-reflection because he didn't realize how he was coming across to people. Mm. He just thought he was being a nice guy, I guess. Jasmina says her attitude was crazy sometimes, which is more self-reflection. Lindsay takes this opportunity to do a quick dig and she's like, I didn't expect to take on the reins of so many life decisions and basically do three jobs at once. It's just, you know, a little shade. Um, Lajuan also says he thought he had life by the balls at this point when he came into the, into the experiment. He thought he was just, you know, had everything where he wanted to be just insert wife and then life would take off. Mm -hmm. Um, We then get some unseen honeymoon footage which I think it's just Alyssa checking in with the girls and they're asking, you know, how things are going. She's like, yeah, it's fine. We did tennis yesterday. She's just full of bullshit. Um, <laughs> just lying. And <laughs> it's very just blatant because obviously that's not what happened. I mean, they did play um, tennis, didn't they? <laughs> did they? Did I didn't see a tennis ball go over the net. Truthfully, I saw a lot of arguing and a lot of, you know, let's sit down on the bench and talk and now you're too close mm. to me and like, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. So I don't know if I saw any of that. Um, we see Chris talking to, I think he's talking to Mark and one other person, maybe Elijah about moving into the apartment and how yes, Alyssa doesn't yes. want to move in. Was it Mark? I mean, yeah, was it, it, was, it was Mark and Elijah Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's saying he wants to move into the apartment and he relates to them what Alyssa said about wanting to be a part of the experiment and a part of, you know, the process. And that's why she wants to live in the apartment. Oh, Alyssa says all this is false. And she says she wanted to share the apartment so they wouldn't have to drive to film because they both live far from the apartment. 
Um, Lindsay feels like she's Lindsay is very aligned with Chris. She feels like Alyssa's full of shit. She hates her and won't say anything nice about her. Um, throughout this, you see Katina Lajuan are, are like touching his hand is on her knee. She's like wrapped around him. It's very close and intimate. Apparently, this whole season, I guess we never picked up on this. Steve says he kept his energy separate from Lindsay because he didn't feel like they would mix. He felt like their personalities were just very different. And I had noticed until this point that they didn't really have any interaction at all. Um, except for at the retreat when Noi tried to, I mean, not Noi, Steve tried to make that joke with Lindsay and she reacted poorly and he tried to apologize and then she still like, you know, took shit too far. But apparently Steve called it out early and said she talks a lot of trash about everyone and he had told Noi early on, like, Lindsay seems great, but don't tell her any secrets. Apparently, Noi then told Lindsay about the first time they had sex. And Lindsay told a producer is what the producer told Steve and Noi. Lindsay says, she, no, she did not tell a producer. And she was talking with Noi about it. And they just happened to be mic'd at the time. And that's how the producer knows. But Steve said the producer told them directly that they heard it from Lindsay. So... A little bit of drama to start there. What did you think about, I guess, particularly about the Steve thing? That was new to me. Those are, that was very interesting to me. So what he, so he's saying that his producer told them mm-hmm. that Lindsay told another producer that they were having sex. I, yeah, that's what I got from it. Kind of like Lindsay said, y'all are having sex. Have y'all had sex yet? That's what I'm thinking he's saying happened but she didn't tell the cast she told the producer right Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm okay so uh, so what's the problem I'm confused I think the problem is just Steve told Noi not to tell Lindsay information and Lindsay Noi did tell her information right so then the issue is with Noi then right you would think you would think, but I think it just proved him right. I don't know if he really cared that anybody knew he was having sex with Noi. Right. But it's just like, see, look, there it is right there. Like, you can't really trust her. Because apparently Noi and Lindsay are close, is what Kevin oh, said. Oh, which is strange, which was news to me. Yeah, was he was like, like your wife knew? is very close with Lindsay. And I was like, are they? Because Steve doesn't can't stand the woman, apparently. But then yeah. Noi's very close to her. Yeah, so it seemed like they wanted to get more into that, but then Kevin was like, let's move on. <laughs> so they moved on. <laughs> Bigger fish to fry. Yes, yeah. so then we um, we transition into Katina and Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. Um, Katina has on this yes. really strange wig. Um, <laughs> I wish she had just done like, done like a blunt bob. Like, I don't know. It's like she's always so close and yet so far. Um <laughs> So she did this weird short wig with like bangs and then this like long red gown. I just hated everything about it. Um, the wig is giving like, um, I don't know if you guys have seen Chicago and, um, Oh yes. Velma's Um, character, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like that kind of like sideshow. Like this isn't anyone's real hair styled this way, unless you're like maybe a five year old girl. Um, but it's no adult's hairstyle. So that's kind of what it's giving. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Um, and then Olajuwon, which is wearing like a normal suit, he looked nice, but he had like a little red. Was that like a handkerchief or was that a flower? I think it might have been a flower. Oh, um, I did not take notes on his outfit. Yeah, he had like a red flower or something mm-hmm. on. I don't know. Um, co- so Kevin says that he did not think that their relationship was going to work out. And he felt like Olajuwon was very over the top. But now he thinks that they balance each other out. Um, so then they just kind of like go through their whole relationship. They spend a lot of time on the honeymoon, 
um, the honeymoon and the wedding ceremony. Um, at the honeymoon, when Elijah Wan took off his shirt and started dancing on her, Katina says that he actually asked her if he could do that, which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She said she just didn't know he was going to take his shirt off. So that just struck me as very interesting. Like, I, I have to remember that we're not seeing everything. And, like, mm-hmm. I think when we first saw this, I was like, he's just going to do this in front of all her family. But the fact that he asked her um, first was very interesting um, to me. Yeah. Um, so then Katina says that she was surprised that he cried before the wedding and they show the footage of him crying. And he says that his I dad. I forgot about that, too. Yes. He was. I remember he's always been very in tune he's with like, his emotions. He's emotional. Yeah. Goodness. And then he mentions that his dad passed. I'm not sure when. Did he say when? I think he said 2016. Okay. And then or when mom... he was 16. Oh. When he was 16, 2016, something like that. Okay. Okay. So his dad passed. Then his mom has her health issues. And, you know, they weren't there. Um, and so Katina also mentions that she had her guard up at the wedding. And she wasn't really like, you know, she was very skeptical of them, as we all were. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the cooking montage. <laughs> um, Complaining. Olajuwon says that those moments were very tough for him to watch. Um, He said that he feels like he really needs to watch his tone. And, you know, he did ask for someone who knew how to cook, but he went about it the wrong way. And he says he just can't believe that he was, like, so stern about it. Katia says that she can cook, but she says that there was one time there was an air fryer incident (laughs) where she put the chicken in the air fryer, wasn't paying attention, and then apparently when they, you know, it was time to eat it, um, he said that you can't, you know, you can't cook it all now. Now, I'm really confused. I couldn't tell if he said the chicken in the air fryer was overcooked or undercooked. I'm assuming overcooked. He said it was raw. But she but put it in like the air fryer. like you, if I'm like, okay, well, you're not paying attention, that would mean it would cook longer. Right. But with the air fryer, things cook on the outside fast, and mm, you have to, true. like, you know, make sure it cooks in the inside. Yeah. So. And then it's also like, what type of chicken are you putting in the air fryer? Because if you put a whole chicken breast in there... That's not going to work. But if you do chicken chicken wings, now that's completely different. Mm -hmm. Like little drumettes, that's different. Again, I had more questions. What type of chicken was this? Like, I just was was like, I don't understand. So he says that, you know, that one moment, you know, really just, I guess he was just like, well, she can't cook at all. Which honestly, like if you can't even cook some chicken in the air fryer, I I too would be a little confused. (laughs) Um, And just a little bit like, well, maybe you just can't cook at all. Um, so then he says I that mean, that's a viable concern, <laughs> right? Like you can put some wings in the air yeah. fryer. <sighs> it leaves a lot to be desired. I would agree with Lajuan, but like he should have lowered his expectations by now. Surely. Right. He knows she doesn't cook. So, oh my God, that was so funny. Um, so then he says that self-reflection really made him change and they were able to find a balance with the cooking he says that she works too and she can't work and cook and clean. And Katina says that her gut was telling her throughout the process to just be patient. And she was saying how, you know, Lajuan is very confident. So she needed to be confident as well. Um, he says that he really felt bad about, you know, doubting her wifely duties. And <laughs> she says that she felt like they needed more time from the camera so they could see what their everyday looked like what their everyday would entail um so then Olajuwon says um he like uh, I guess they transition into I think Kevin makes a statement or a question about is there anything you want to say to her or something oh yeah he kind of sets it up yeah and so Olajuwon says work hard today 
focus on tomorrow and the rest is history. Um, that's a really interesting statement because I mean, yeah. He says that's his <laughs> motto of how he lives. And I was like, okay. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> literal. Like, yeah, work hard today and focus on tomorrow and, and the rest is history because it's history. So like, I just didn't understand the significance in that statement. Well, I just want to be dropping gems. Let him tell it. <laughs> he tells her that he is so happy to call her his wife and he pulls out this giant ring. Um, she looks genuinely shocked. Um, she is crying. She is speechless. He mentioned something about Twitter fingers and how she never doubted him and how, you know, it was more than this, just, you know, it was more than just his marriage. It was himself and how she showed him an area of his life that he needed to work on and he needed to show his actions. And so then he puts this giant ring on her finger. She says, this is a big ass ring. I actually don't think it fit. It looked like it was too big. Um, and I couldn't really... And I couldn't really get a good look at it. It looked very gaudy. Um, So then um, she's crying. And then she tells him that she loves him, but she wasn't looking at him. And then he Mm -hmm, says, I love you mm -hmm. too. But then he didn't look at her either. So I was like, this is so weird. Um, So they say they love each other without looking at each other. Then, okay, this is where I was like, hold on. (laughs) Hold on now. We get this never before seen clip with Pastor Cal. Elijah mm-hmm. says that Katina like doesn't say what she means or doesn't like doesn't say doesn't what do things she, she says she's gonna yeah, do. Doesn't, doesn't do things she says she's gonna do. And so Pascal was like, "What?" And he says that he asked her to help him with something at night, and she didn't do it. And she's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I just I was gonna do it, but I didn't do it." And so Pascal's like, "Well, what is it?" He's like, "Oh, it's just my relaxation routine at the end of the night." So then Kevin's <laughs> like, "What routine nightly thing is this?" And so he's like, oh, you know, it's just like, just something I need to relax at night. Let's take a second here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, is he talking about rolling a blunt? Can he not roll a blunt without her? But then I'm like, no. Oh, like That's a good question. That didn't even come to my mind. That came to my <laughs> mind first. But then I was like, but he don't need her to roll a blunt. And if he needed, if he didn't want to roll it up, then he could just do a bong. So I'm like, so it's not weed then. So then I was like, you mean to fucking tell me. <laughs> that you are making this woman <laughs> perform fellatio on you every night as a nightly routine to relax. Is that what, is that what you're telling me right now? Um, That's kind of what I got out of it. Because even in the clip, it's like, I guess he's in the shower and she's like, yeah, I'm going to do it or whatever. And I don't know what happened when she got out the shower, when she got out the shower, but I guess it didn't happen. And everybody's like looking like, oh, what, what are we talking about here? I don't know what you mean. Like, but it sounds very much like give me some head before bed. And that's how we keep this relationship alive. So is that like a mutual thing? Like, are they (laughs) both? It didn't sound mutual. No. And that's what was so confusing. I'm like, so how does this work? So like, she actually seems like the kind of guy who would be like, "I, I don't eat. Oh, I feel like he would be that kind of guy with that kind of vibe that he's too good for that. So that's what I get from him. So his nightly routine is okay, and and nightly entails this is happening every night, (laughs) daily, daily. Uh So every night before he goes to sleep, she has to come in there and do her womanly duties, and then he goes to sleep. Is he serious? This would go right in line with cooking and cleaning and sucking (sighs) and fucking. I I would I wouldn't put a past Elijah one to be like. Yeah, I mean, I would expect my wife to do this every night because she's my wife. You know, why wouldn't oh she do this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please tell me no. <sighs> you know. 
How okay. much your expectations have to be low for Lajuan? Do you think he would do anything different for his I'm relaxation? Just, but the thing is that, like, I sometimes he appears very likable, and so it confuses me. And then he says mm. things like this, and I'm just like, "Are you insane? <laughs> like, are you lo- like, are you truly insane, man?" <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, so then we get out of that because he's not going to say that because, you know, he's, he's you know, self-reflection. Yeah, but um, I think the other piece of that is how would you, okay, so if she's sucking him every night. <laughs> wow. Are they not having insane. sex? Is that and what they're still sticking with? And that's what's, confu- <laughs> that's what's even more confusing. I'm like, so she has to do this every night and then you like, all right, bye. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, is that what's happening? Is that why everybody's so frustrated? Because usually that, like, that's so wild to me, which makes me think that maybe the nightly routine was sex, and he just didn't want everyone to know that they were having sex. Well, that do you think he's just like, oh, well. when you come out of here, when I come out of the shower, then we'll have sex? And he, but it seemed more like something she was supposed to do for him. I know. And that's why I'm like, had it just been sex, and I felt like, even if that's nightly, still, that's goodness. It's seven nights a week. It's mutual, at least. But yeah, at least it's a joint effort versus you going to come in here and do this so I can go to sleep. I mean, he didn't say, like, you want me to do a little thing for you when I get out of the shower? No. Like, like, try to offer her nothing. But let's, but she's, but she just appears to be so happy. I'm just so confused. So then let's get into this. Is she happy? Does she give the best blowjobs in the world? What is, what is, I need some more information. So then Kevin says that, you know, are there, is he worried that, you know, if they're together that, you know, he will overreact and blow up um, because they watched the clip of him, um, you know, uh, with the one month anniversary and the, the, the app or whatever. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And one says that when he watches these clips, you know, they stay with him for weeks and he ruminates. Well, I said ruminate. He don't know what that means. And he <laughs> says that. He doesn't know what. <laughs> He says that he doesn't understand how he could have had all these people around him and no one ever told him, hey, you sound like an asshole. I thought that no was one very said interesting. That? Does, he, does he believe I that? I don't know. I don't know. I have passed Cal State a few times, actually. Maybe not those exact words, but. I don't know, child. But then, so after that, we get into, like, some updates. Apparently, he sold his house during the process. During the process, yeah. Because it was too much history in it from Isaac. I'm like, are you, what did you have there, orgies? <laughs> Like I'm just like I don't man I so he sold his house in, in today's market during this oh. process and well, now I they mean, live in an apartment. Well, in today's market, he probably got a pretty good deal if he knew what he was doing. But to live in an apartment, though, well, maybe they're gonna build. That's the only thing they? I can think of. I'm really trying to make sense out of this whole people. When we asked them about the real estate market and rentals in Boston, they said it was insane. The cost of rent. Because you remember, Michael got two whole roommates. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe Chris helped him out. Chris is, um... Oh, the realtor. Maybe. I'm pretty sure he did. Maybe. It just seemed... It's not... That should have been in the show, first of all. How are you going to sell, sell your house in the middle of the eight weeks? And I guess it sold, and now they're living in an apartment together and thinking about getting another house together with both of them. Yeah. But I think the way he set it up, saying, like, oh, there's too much history, like, what... I'm wondering, like, you're like, what all has gone in this house? You feel like you can't bring your wife there. <laughs> it sounds it's, like it's, everything and anything. I mean, knowing Isaac, I guess. I didn't know he, we were still talking. He has a very interesting view of the world. I think this man, Elijah Juan, does. It's just, um, 
like he's so focused on like this Isaac that I feel like he's actually seeing Isaac as a different person and not himself. Like he feels yeah. like, oh, I'm a good guy, but Isaac is a bad guy, and it's like y'all are the same. Yes, exactly. Like we really need to talk about that. Like you are <laughs> Isaac. Isaac is you. Yeah, you need to accept that part of yourself. You don't accept that part of yourself, so you're putting it into this other person. And sir, you need to merge the personalities back together. Absolutely, I agree. It's 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 not healthy. I don't know. I guess Katina's falling for it too, and she's like Isaac, and you know, Elijahwan. That's, I don't think that's healthy. I don't know. I don't like it. So then after that, everything's love. Everything is great. They go backstage. Everyone's like, wow, congratulations. Um, Katina's talking to Jasmina. That ring, an abomination. <laughs> like, where did he get that from? I thought it was going to be another James Allen ad, truthfully, initially. It happened too fast. It and then we didn't see the name, so I No, it not. wasn't. It turned out not to be. But I was like, this ring isn't flattering i think for her she's a really small person and this ring is huge and not like shaped i guess yeah. it's like a big square cluster like just like the bowl it's like almost like a like a football ring when you win a championship that's yeah. how it looks on her yes how big it was it just too much it yeah. was too much i was like this isn't really like attractive on you so yeah, Whatever. apparently they're planning to have a kid in the next year, get a, a house with a pool. Apparently, <laughs> Katina wants a pool. They're uh, living the dream, I guess. So, God bless. <sighs> Kudos to them. I have to do these next people? Ma'am. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, next couple we have coming down the aisle is Alyssa and Chris. Alyssa's wearing this long sleeve mini dress. Looks like a New Year's Eve dress, which maybe it is. Um, just looks like that, like sparkly. Chris is wearing hmm, something. I remember. <laughs> um, regular, regular man's outfit. Um, Alyssa starts off before Kevin can get, you know, a full sentence out. She wants to say something. And he's like, okay, Alyssa, what do you want to say? And she's like, I just want you all to know that I came here with the purest intentions. And at some point when this wasn't going the way I expected it to, I panicked and I didn't handle myself well. And so Kevin then says, so when you say that, do you mean you wish you gave Chris a chance? She dances all around the question, doesn't answer directly. He restates the question um, and says, so do you mean you wish you gave Chris a chance? And she says, well, there were things besides the physical attraction that made me feel like we were incompatible due to like my conversation with the groomsman. We get a clip of that, but y'all have seen that already. It's just them basically telling her. He's not meaning to be rude if you're perceiving that he is. He's trying to help you, blah, 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 blah. Chris says, at the end of the day, it's just about how you treat people, whether you feel like you're compatible or not, like you need to treat people well. Um, we get some more unseen footage of her speaking to the producers. I think this is at the tennis night when it goes, like they were out playing tennis during the day and then it got dark because she refusing and um telling them that he's an asshole and she doesn't want to do any like you know just shutting down he says that he realized like during this experience or like watching it back that she said a lot of bad insulting and disgusting things about him and once someone does that he says it's not she's not worth his time she looks surprised that he would say that um for some reason she essentially claims insanity and says she didn't know what she was doing she didn't know it was mentally right or wrong 
she doesn't say the like I plead insanity, but she basically says like Jeez. I had no idea what I was doing. And I'm like, girl, that you can't just be like, well, I had no knowledge of what was right and what was wrong. And I was so confused by this whole process that I could not behave myself. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what she says. It is, it is quite the statement that I didn't know what was right and wrong as an adult. Um, and she also goes into she went to the honeymoon because she felt like she had to, because um, I think Kevin asked her, well, did you go there to? You know be married or did you go to just be with other couples and she's like i felt like i was obligated to blah 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 blah. chris mentions that he noticed a change in Alyssa from her saying her talking about the process to her then being like the experience or the experiment she wants to be a part of the experiment not necessarily the process then she starts crying her little you know crocodile tears and she's saying that she was triggered by him saying that she wasn't there for the right reasons and so that's when she i guess stopped listening lost her mind and couldn't make a (laughs) a right and wrong decision kevin says but you refused to speak to the experts is that correct and she's like yeah i was upset with them and that's why i didn't want to speak to them and so apparently on the tennis night they um she was like, well, why isn't anyone flying in here and doing anything? And they asked her if they want, if she wants to speak to the experts. She's like, no, I hate them. They did this to me. Duh, 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 duh. I literally have that quoted. I have, I hate them. They did this to me. I hate them. They did this to me. Like, what? It's like, girl, you signed your own contract. Let's not, let's not pass the blame. But she doesn't really have any accountability for herself. Um, she says she didn't trust them because she didn't get what she asked for in all aspects because Kevin tries to be like, well, you guys are compatible in some way. She's like, no, in all, no, 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 in all aspects. So apparently day 10 was when they ended the marriage. Um, and we saw her cry when Chris said that, you know, this is a decision day for me. I would like a divorce. So Kevin again tries to, you know, give her some space to be likable and say, you know, were you crying, um, for yourself or whatever? And she says that she felt like the situation was sad for both of them because she was there for the right reasons, blah, 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 blah. Kevin says, well, Chris, how hard was it to make that decision? Chris says, not very. I could have done it sooner um, if I had known all the things that were going on. It just wasn't very hard to divorce her because, you know, she's mm-hmm. been a shitty person. He doesn't say that last part, but essentially that's what happened. Um, so that's kind of where we ended with that couple. The vibes have remained the same between them. I guess they go to... Um, cast events together like when all the cast gets together they'll go together mm-hmm. or go separately but they don't have a lot of conversation between themselves i think chris is dating Alyssa isn't i believe but she's a good person so mm-hmm. you know well forget. and there was some speculation on the reddit threads mm. about a lot of people think that she did not connect with him other than just the physical but because he is liberal um, there is a post on his Instagram where he's where he's wearing a shirt that says um, stop killing black people. And they think that she basically saw that and was just like, we don't have the same values. So when she says like we, we don't have we don't have shared values, it's really code for, you know, you are too liberal for me. I think so. I think if he's not a Trumpy, then, you know, yeah. that's out for her. Yeah. And that clearly. that probably is a bit of what it is, too. Because remember, she was like, I want, what did she say? Leather and lace or something like that? Yeah, and leather like and lace and someone who respects um, first responders. 
Yeah, so first like, responders, wow. <laughs> you know, the American democracy, maybe first that evil all, thing. And I, I respect like firefight, like firefighters and like, I feel like everyone thinks first responders is just the police. That's not mm-hmm. just them. Like it's, it's, you know, it's the firefighters, it's EMS, it's people who come and like pry you out of cars when you're on the fucking highway. And it's mm-hmm, like, it's more mm-hmm. than just police. And so for her to be like, I want so many respects first responders. Like just call it for what it is. You want someone yeah. who's blue lives matter. <laughs> like yeah. just say what I mean, you need. I guess Chris might've seen that in her and tried to like, not count it as a deal breaker, but truthfully, I thought like that's a pretty d- big deal breaker in yeah. a relationship dynamic. Huge. I don't like people like that can really thrive together. So, but then she was just acting all heartbroken, like he said, because he said he wants to divorce her. Like, girl, you won't give me anything. She's like, I really tried. I was here for the right reasons to get my, you know, cowboy, blah blah blah. Girl, mm-hmm. save it. Blow it out your ass. Okay, Heavens, I agree. So, yeah. So, <laughs> was there anything else for them? Mm-mm. Honestly. Well, more bad news ahead. Um, <laughs> we're here with Jasmina and Michael. Um, oh, my God. What was Jasmina? Jasmina was wearing, like, a green, like, a midi dress. Yeah, it's like a high neck. Well, it's like a collared midi dress with like shoulder cutouts, so sleeveless. And then he's wearing like a blue suit with a pink tie, so obviously not coordinated. Yeah, so again, no coordination because, you know, mm-hmm. why? Which um, is true for decision day. I mean, we keep it consistent here. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they start talking about the wedding again. Jasmina says that she started freaking out when she put the dress on. She felt sick. Um, and then Mike says that he was very nervous, so he was glad that they were on the same page so far (laughs) um Mm. so mike says that you know they get into the conversation about this aggressiveness or whatever whatever they was talking about whatever happened um mike says that he was very shocked because he just was shocked that she said aggressive and jasmina says that you know she still today stands by that word she says that he was Mm -hmm. very aggressive in the way he was speaking to her and he didn't like that she said that word because he is a black man and she said, but I am a black woman. And she truly felt like he was speaking at her aggressively, hmm. which I think that I think that means something like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. she felt like he was speaking aggressive. So, I mean, shit, maybe you were. I don't know. Um, he still doesn't feel that that word is accurate. And apparently because of that, he did not speak to her for a month. Because she said that he was speaking to her aggressively. So he mm-hmm. said he felt like he could not speak to her because it would be aggressive. And so they did not speak for the first month. So that's what she had been saying. Like the first month was really bad, but she never told us like we didn't talk at all the first month. Like she right. said here. So what? Like, how did we not know that? But neither one of them moved out. So I'm like, how? So they were just living in silence (laughs) or like, hello, goodbye. Because I remember she said one time that all they do is like say hello and say goodbye to each other and they don't really have a conversation. And she said that, but I thought she was like being, you know, I didn't think she meant literally. Yeah, I think this also speaks to her stubbornness, though. If you're living with someone and they're not speaking to you, why wouldn't you say, like, hey, are we good? Like, I thought we resolved things. But honestly, but he's so petty to be like, oh, well, since you think I'm speaking to you aggressively, I'm just going to stop speaking. 
Like what? I didn't see it as petty from his perspective. I saw it as him being like, I don't know what she's gonna say. And I did next. So I'm just not. I'm scared to talk to her. Oh come so, on! I I I I. I, I he didn't think he was being aggressive in the first place. So they didn't even agree. And then she was like, "You're being aggressive." But with the way she was acting in that first month, I probably would have done the same thing. I'm like, I'm not. I I don't know because she's so. She's like, stop yelling, calm down. She's hard to talk to. I don't know. Two wrongs don't make it right. But just like not <laughs> speaking at all, like yeah. just hello, goodbye. I mean, that's just crazy to me. I mean, no wonder they didn't say Mary. They didn't have a whole month. Yeah. Oh, wait, they did yeah. stay Mary, but they, you know, they were doomed from the start. Um, so Jasmina says that she feels like she was putting in more work once they moved out. Um, she would apparently text him all the time and he only planned one evening to come to her house. Apparently they got into a nasty argument and he said that she wasn't putting in any effort. Um, Mm -hmm. She also makes a really interesting statement that she wanted him to be the one to vocally say or initiate um, intimacy. Did you catch that? Yes, but that's the same thing like with her being stubborn and not trying to like make sure that he's okay. Because he said... He said he was nervous and freaked out. He didn't feel like he had the tools to really approach her because she kept cutting him down. And so I feel like she wants someone that's like a really strong personality, someone that's like very confident when they approach her sexually Mm -hmm. or like communicatively. Yeah. I feel like he's more insecure about his, the way he comes across and like he wants to be sure that everything's okay. And I think she wants like a roughneck. And somebody would be like, hey, you know, come on, let's move to the bedroom. I don't um, think that's a roughneck. I think that's just someone who's confident. Yeah, someone more confident. Roughneck yeah. might be a bit of a, a bit of an exaggeration. But I, don't, I think he might be too unsure of himself for her. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. What um, did you think about this whole back, back and forth with the friend thing and Kevin getting into it and him sharing how he feels? About them, like, being friends? Yes. So, Kevin made a statement. He was like, you guys are sitting there like a couple. Um, Because they did, like, honestly, like, if we were looking at body language, I couldn't really Mm -hmm. tell that they weren't together. Um, Mm -hmm. Because they were pretty close. And it seems like they still, even though they were having those conversations, like, they still seemed calm. Like, they still seemed cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... I just wonder, you know, I guess to Kevin's point, he's like, I mean, you guys kind of like there's no bad blood there. It, it appears to be like it appears like they're cordial, like they're good. So, like, what is stopping them now? I guess. Like, well, Kevin says that Michael was just always a friend. He never was uh, never like a romantic interest. For right. Her. And Jasmine agrees. She was like, yeah, it was never romantic for me. It was just like, you know. I never felt the romance or the romantic attraction. And that's when I guess Michael was saying like, you can't romance somebody. Don't want to be romance. It was only 12 uh, days after decision day. That yeah. They- but he also didn't really. Okay. So here's the thing. Like I have never been a fan of Jasmina. Y'all all know this, but, <clears throat> but <laughs> I do like a confident person. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I want someone who is not always going to be like, well, can I kiss you? Can I kiss you? Like, just <laughs> do it. And so I just feel like he just wasn't, con- like, he was just, I don't know if it's, I don't think he's insecure, 
but there was just like a lack of confidence on his part where you can't you know you can't romance someone who don't want to be romanced or maybe you can like your game mm. not that strong that you can't you know convince me I think he was saying he needed her to like uh, reciprocate a little bit more like I guess the energy he was putting in she wasn't really doing any kind of initiation back to like really move things forward even when she's saying like oh you could have verbally said whatever whatever Mm-hmm. I don't know, but then she, I guess I don't know. It's confusing because she also said she tell she would tell him that he looks nice and she likes right. whatever whatever that's that he's I doing. Just, I don't understand. <laughs> like I'm just. And so she said confused. that he wasn't really doing that back. Like he wouldn't tell her she looked nice or that she looked good or anything like that. Which is, and he agreed that he wasn't doing those things. So I was like, so wow. I'm like, well, well. Then, well then, Mike, what is the, <laughs> what's the deal? Like I was just like, I don't get wow. it. Like now I'm not on anybody's side because I'm yeah. so confused. Because I mean, like, it seems like if nothing else, more or less right now, they're on the same page, which is great. <laughs> but it's like she's saying she needed more. He's saying he needed more. But nobody was satisfied. Nobody was like given, I guess, what they what they wanted to get from the other person. And then he's like, well, nothing was really keeping me here besides like the actual marriage and wanting and wanting this to work. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, I didn't feel like there was any tie to her, um, which is significant. And I guess, I don't know what happened on that. Oh, I guess on that one night that he came over, they had, is that the night they had the nasty argument? And she said, I don't have time for it. And then wanted to have a divorce. Yeah, I guess so. But honestly, like, I, I honestly, I feel like I kind of see both sides. Well, yeah, you can. Like, I'm so confused. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she said she was super turned off during that first month. Like that was really hard to bounce back from. And now it's like, and um, then in the first, and then the second month, he's not even like, I don't know. Like it's 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 a nice thing to romance and to like you know plan these dates for her and stuff. But like you have to put the moves on me, like yeah. And you can't be like, well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Like just do it. Yeah, I think with her personality, it's she's such a strong personality. I feel like it's difficult to feel like this is the right thing to do because she could be like, why are you touching me? <laughs> Or like, why are you leaning into me? I don't know, though. It's just, I would have to see her in a relationship with somebody because I feel like she has yeah. a lot of different things that could cause him not to be as confident as he would be. I feel like maybe if he dated someone of a different race, he would feel more confident. Okay. Now, Jade. Do you think? Like someone who was like just more, who's a little more easygoing. I don't want to say she's not easygoing, but like, Less of a personality that well, he, he can find someone confident. like that who's his race. He could, has he? I mean, are you saying that he should be with that girl that he was in that video with from um the the, the spoken word? No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's like meeting people like other black women. He's like y'all remind me of my sisters or y'all remind me of like this person. Oh, like I don't know. Interesting. But he seems to have, like, because, you know, he's, like, the baby brother. So I'm, like, yeah. I don't know if, like, that dynamic makes him feel like, ooh, let me just keep the peace. And he doesn't feel like he can really speak up. But I don't know. I feel like it was, I don't, I really don't, I don't know what's happening with them. Because, like, they genuinely seem like they could still be like friends. Like the best of friends. Yeah, yeah. But, like, <laughs> it may just not be working. And maybe that's just the way it is. So I don't know. I wish them both the best. Goodness gracious. I can see them working. If I think if they both got past their egos. They no, he's too short for her and doesn't have enough confidence. Uh, I mean, there's that too, but every time I they hugged, it was so weird. <laughs> I feel like if maybe they had some sex, things could 
maybe be better. But I feel like Jessica may not be happy with that. I don't know if they would have good sex. I'm, I'm, I would hope, but I can't see them really having a lot of good sex because of his hesitancy to like approach her. Indeed. Mm, Okay. What a bummer. That's. (sighs) There's potential there, but there's no. We knew it wasn't gonna last. You can't have a. (laughs) You can't have a whole marriage based on potentially. Like, if this happened, then that. It's just, it is what it is. Where y'all at right now? It's not compatible. (sighs) Heavens. Well, who's who's next on the board? Okay, next up we have Noi and Steve, um, who was one of the most boring couples that we had. Oh, God. So fucking boring. Let me get my... <laughs> so, um, Noi's wearing this nice orange gown. She has a really cute style. She knows how to dress herself well. Um, we see Steve's wearing a black suit with the orange tie, complimentary. Um, so they've obviously planned this. And they have good body language as well. Um, they're kind of going through what's happened in the process. You see, like, their little montage of everything. And Kevin asks, what could you have done differently? Steve says he could have been more reassuring when Noi first said that she loved him because Steve was just like, okay. <laughs> a lot to take in there. It's been three days. Um, uh, they're still married. We learned that. Noi is thinking about changing her last name. She says she's still warming up to it, but they did decide to move in together most of the time meaning they moved into his apartment or she's moved stuff into his apartment but she still has her own. So it sounds like she's there most nights, most of the time, and then sometimes they still separate. But Steve feels like she's spending enough time with him that he's okay with her having time for herself too. Um, He says it's not a concern. He feels like they spend enough time together. He knows she's in it. She goes to family functions. You know, Steve has this big, (laughs) big family. Noi has been to, he says like 10 family events, and it's only been like five months since the cameras wrapped. So I guess they're hanging out a lot. Um... As far as the job situation goes, because Kevin checks in about that, they ended up compromising on some timetable. It's kind of vague, but Steve says he told her a timetable that if this hap- if this happens, I guess like if I run out of money or if we get to this date and I don't have a job, then I'll get a job or some kind of like circumstantial thing. Um, and then if they both decided he needed to at that time, then he would get a job. So Kevin is like, so how much money do you have, man? Because Noi on After Party said that, you know, 40000 would be a good amount of savings for her not to ask about it. They kind of skirt that. And she says she just wants to know that he's stable enough to take time off of work. Um, and Steve's like, yeah, well, I mean, I gave her the plan. I, there's investments I've saved. He says he invested in some of the maybe like dogecoin or some kind of coin bitcoin something Mm -hmm. some one of the coins he invested in early on he said which steve seems like a man that has investments so i think he has money besides like just money he's earned um she says she trusts him a little bit more now because he's kind of came through on things that he said he's fulfilled some promises they're thinking about children in the next year um, then things take a turn. We ha- see this unseen footage of Steve talking to Sriracha and he's, he's speaking to her and she's kind of asking him questions about like, what's his plan? Really advocating for Noi. Turns out Sriracha is here and needs to come to the stage. <laughs> um, 
as like a special guest. I'm not really sure what's going on. The show is <laughs> the show has lost me at this point. And I was like, Sriracha so shows up. I mean, I know they're a boring couple, so maybe they just needed like some extra sauce. But I didn't. I don't know why this happened. Um, so Sriracha's there with the red wig on and this like blue dress. Oh it's like God. very intense. It's not like it was. Awful. I feel like Noy and Steve are like a neutral kind of combination, and then like you have Sriracha. Um, and Kevin also said to the, like, people on social media are loving Sriracha, and it's, like, kind of a spinoff. And I was like, is that Ooh. happening? I never Be- saw that on Twitter. Girl, uh-huh. I hadn't either. And I was like, maybe there's somewhere I don't know about that things are happening. And then, like, what did know. they like about her? Like, what did she bring? I, I don't know, because I don't feel like she was that present, but... I don't know. It's 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 a bit of a mess. But Steve says he feels like <laughs> Sriracha is just very protective. Sriracha says she doesn't think they know how to communicate with each other, and Girl. essentially like gives some cryptic message for Steve to work on his delivery and Noi to advocate more for how she feels. Um, but Steve says overall he has a good relationship with Sriracha, and yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts? <laughs> no, none. No thoughts. Oh, great. Wonderful. So that was Sriracha. We thank Sriracha for joining us. And, you know, Noy and Steve are happy. I guess they've decided to work on things. I think they are the only couple that actually has a marriage counselor involved with them mm-hmm. right now. Which is good. Um, they, yeah, they mentioned that a couple of times. They are in therapy together and they're working on things. So kudos to them. That's probably why they're boring is because they're probably one of the healthiest couples. Yeah, that's true. That is a good yeah. point. Healthy, healthy can seem boring, but they're doing the things they need to do for their marriage. So that's Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Which is why I was like, we don't need Sriracha here. That was just so strange to me. That was a fluff piece. It was just so fucking weird. Who um, can we bring in? So then we transition into Lindsay and Mark. Um, Lindsay is wearing like, I don't know, what is it with her in these like <sighs> dresses? It's like a cape on the back. <laughs> like they're just so full. Like it reminds me of like, someone mentioned like Mother of the Bride dresses. <laughs> on, like some... <laughs> Some podcast, and I was like, you know what? That's what it They're is. They're like a ball gown, like full on ball gown. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, everyone why else is wearing this? Like, it's, everyone know, else is wearing like formal, and she's wearing like prom. Right. Almost. I mean, to each his own, but I'm just like, girl, what is this? Um, so then, um, Lindsay, you know, she's in our ball gown. Mark is in this very tight suit, um, which would have been a nice suit. Now. Y'all had can't tell him nothing. Not been so tight. Um, so Lindsay says that she felt really connected to Mark during the honeymoon. And she says that when Mark was on camera, he was Mark the shark, but off camera, he was very pensive and on his phone the whole time. Um, Mark says that once he realized that the phone really bothered her, he, um, tried not to like get on it as often, which I I can maybe, I guess the phone really is a big deal for her. I guess it really is a trigger for her. Um, Lindsay says that she said a lot of things early on in the relationship that she wished she hadn't have said, but now she is giving herself grace and is learning to move forward. Uh, Mark says that he definitely should have spoken up in certain situations as well. Lindsay says that, you know, she felt supported. Well, no, Lindsay says that he supported her and stood by her and she felt like they were a team. And that's why she said yes on decision day. Mark says that he felt like, he couldn't really plan their lives because everything was so up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, Preach. And so Lindsay says that, you know, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but they are absolutely not married anymore. 
Mark says that they worked on the house together and they got in like really toxic fights. Apparently she threatened him and it spiraled and they made it, it, they made it one more month and then it was out of control and some of the worst arguments he's ever had. Lindsay says that Mark was saying that he doesn't know if he wanted her in the house and that she just got rid of her apartment and then he threatened her and changed the locks and she says he was heartless and cold and rude. Mark says that when she tells a story, she doesn't tell it accurately. And they fought every week and she would go through his, she would go to his throat during every fight. I don't know. Yeah, like, go for his means. throat, like go for the jugular. Okay. I don't know. I guess that's cultural because I was like, I, f- I feel like it's, I don't know. I would never say that. So, okay. Um, apparently one time it was over something on Instagram and then she got in his face. So is she getting like literally in his face? Is that what he's saying? I think he's saying she got in his face literally, but also going for the throat is like doing like a, like similar to like a low blow. Like you're really like, oh. like you want to kill, like you want to hurt someone if you're going for the throat. Cause that's like a kill shot. Okay. Okay. Thank you for mm-hmm. explaining. I was like, so is she physically at his throat? <laughs> Um, so then I think he, I believe she was getting in his face, like waving his finger, waving her finger. Cause I feel like we've seen that throughout the show where there's like mm-hmm. almost like some high levels of confrontation and tension, but okay. producers. All right. Good to know. Um, so then, um, apparently, yeah, it was something on Instagram. She got in his face, threatened him. I don't know if she threatened death. I don't know. She just threatened him. <laughs> um, Lindsay says that she gets flustered. So she wrote something. She brings mm-hmm. out her this pen so and paper ma'am. and writes a letter about how she made his life better. She cleaned out two, two generations of clutter. And Mark is now earning the highest salary of his life. She gave him the Lindsay effect and the Lindsay magic. Mm. Um, it's through giving that we actually receive. <laughs> Mark says that he didn't know they were writing letters. <laughs> <laughs> she said he says that she was a big part of things that were positive but the negative things were outweighing the relationship and where it could have gone and they have the core but have explosive triggers that blow it up every time mark is actually still being very generous because they don't have anything they don't have a core mm-hmm. there is no foundation here he was okay with continuing to have her in his life but she's an asshole, so I don't think that's going to happen. No, she said that she has rented a condo in Palo Alto and has a new great job. Palo Alto is an expensive city, so I guess she must be bringing in the dough. Um, uh, what is but she she's, nursing for public health or something? That's yeah, what she's doing in Boston. so she probably, I mean, her salary would probably be, be fine. Um, she feels that it's better for her to be farther from her family. And she doesn't want snow or anyone depending on her. She values intellect. And there's a great amount of those people in the Bay Area. Better pickings for a good man. Mark does not have intellect. And she says she's smart and quick-witted and needs someone on her level. And all of her past relationships, the men have been smarter than her. He says, well, those men were introverted. And she says, yeah, but they're smart and confident. Mark says this is so bad. (laughs) Mark says that he's focusing on work. He passed the firefighter test. And Lindsay says that she has no desire to have him in her life. Why? I know that's right. (laughs) 
I mean, this is so <laughs> bad. Even Kevin's like, Lindsay, you know you're like a fire starter. She's like, what do you mean? And he's like, you're the kind of person that like get mad and burn out a house with everybody in it, like because oh, you God. just because you're mad. Yeah. And she's like, well, Mark said we weren't splitting up the family and we weren't going to separate the cats. And he used me for work on the house. And she he she says he used her for that week where they did the home improvements after he gave her the key to Girl. the thing. And then okay. she says she sold her place or she got rid of, she got out of her lease. And that's when he told her, like, he would charge her rent if she wanted to live there. She was homeless. Like, <laughs> this was, like, really chaotic, this conversation between both of them. Yeah. That I just, I mean, anyone could have seen it coming, but I guess they didn't. So <laughs> that's what's important. Mark said there was like a lot of triggers for him. And I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, she's just, you know, even now, like all the things she's saying from the beginning of the uh, reunion special, like when everyone was together, she's like taking digs at him. Even her saying he doesn't have any intellect and she that prefers was, engineers. That was, that was tough. Like, can yeah. you imagine saying that to, like, your, I guess, your ex-partner or, like, you are stupid? Girl, to say, like, <laughs> you don't have intellect. <laughs> Damn. That is so Because even Kevin is like, up. Lindsay, that's a dig. And she's like, no, it's not. He just, no. He's just not, in- he's just not intelligent. Like, Damn. Yeah. And he's like, and I wish And the thing is, is that I get what blah, she's blah, saying. Blah. Like, I do get that she's, like, you know, there are certain people. When you look back and you're just like, you know. Yeah, it's like we weren't on the same level. Right. I get that. There's a way to say that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we just we're expecting different things or we want different things out of partners and I want someone who values this and this and he needs someone that like there's a way to say things without being like you're stupid. <laughs> and you would think when she wrote that letter she would have had a chance to think about how to say things appropriately, but I don't think she did. I think she just said what she wanted to say. Um, and even because he said he feels he was like bullied a lot as a kid. He references that. And he's like, she's been no. like the biggest bully that I've had. She's bullied me more than anyone else. And I believe him because she's yeah. that kind of person where she won't stop. She's like relentless. It's not good. It's not good at all. Yeah. So I think it's, it's glad she I'm glad she's moved farther away. And yeah. I don't know how that's going to go for her in Palo Alto once people <laughs> don't realize that, you know, that she's been on this show and her personality was showing. But I think she'll we'll find see. someone. She'll, you know, there's every um, pot for a lid or lid for a pot yeah. or whatever. Every lid for a pot. Yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah. It's, it's a tough one. Is that it? Wow. Yeah. So then next week, uh, I guess everyone will be back together to, you know, get those sponsors and the advertising that they, you know, purchased. Oh, yes. I think next week we meet with the experts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about them. And hopefully this will yeah. be Dr. Viviana's um her final dance on the reunion oh is she leaving the season right i don't know i mean she technically hasn't said anything but i'm assuming okay i thought someone said that she was leaving so did i but i mean she hasn't publicly said it okay well maybe she can't say it because she's under contract well yeah that's that's true as well yeah okay so we'll see child Okay, so, yeah. so we know you watched nothing this week. I couldn't watch you... anything this week, you guys. Um, let's see. Um, I was out of the country. I did get a little glimpse of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but not Ooh. enough to actually um, like actually get into it. Actually, Beverly Hills and Atlanta are what I'm watching right now. Real Housewives. Y'all know I, I am the Housewives girl. So okay. that's all I can share. I stumbled upon this show. <laughs> <laughs> on MTV, it's called Help, I'm in a Secret Relationship. It's giving oh. catfish vibes, but 
Um, there's not any catfishing going on. It's just basically like, I'm in a relationship with this person. I don't know why they're hiding me. I haven't met anybody in their family. I want to know what's up. So they call them these two. These two hosts, I think uh, Ronnie and Travis are the names, and they're kind of getting to the bottom of it in a very catfish way. Um, I think it's just like, I think it's maybe a catfish spinoff technically, but I'm not 100% sure. But they basically try to figure out why the other person isn't uh, <laughs> isn't showing anyone who their partner is, like not posting them. They haven't met friends and family. Mm-hmm. Like, why is the relationship stalled out? And most of these relationships have been wow. maybe more than a year. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah, so I think they have five episodes out now, and it's just something I throw on when I'm like, you know, just a little bit of drama, but nothing I have to think too much about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm liking it. I'm not, it's not my favorite show, but it's an easy watch. Okay. Watch it if you have time. Again, it's Help, I'm in a Secret Relationship. It's MTV. MTV original. Wow, I didn't know guys. they were still making MTV originals. Oh, MTV is doing things. Oh, there was one episode that had me crying. I was like, this is sad. But it was episode two. Watch that one if y'all want. Um, yeah. That, I mean, my eyes sweat. I was really surprised. I was. I didn't think I like, would cry from a show like this. Oh, like, out of oh. tears of, of joy or tears of sadness? No, it was tears of sadness. I was oh, like, this I is she heartbreaking. Was, I thought she was laughing, crying. No, no. I was like, oh, my goodness. This is so terrible. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh. terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, I get it. Yeah. I see why you would hide them. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll you them have left. to. We'll keep them left in prayer. <sighs> um, But, yeah, that's something I've just been hanging out with watching. We'll be back for episode or, I guess, part two of this reunion. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be on our little bit of summer vacation. Um, so the next episode will be the last one before our little break. And I guess we'll meet with the experts and see what they have to say. Yeah. What kinds of things they were shocked by. I don't think they're really shocked by anything because they know what's happening the whole time. That's true. They so, know more than yeah. we do, right? I mean, you would think. I would hope. Goodness. <laughs> you would think. I guess maybe these producers are just working overtime. The producers are also experts on the side because apparently... You know, the experts just aren't accessible and the producers have to do some of the therapy and get mm-hmm. through the tough moments. Insanity. It just Truly. sucks. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. That's it for us. Like, subscribe, like, subscribe, and share. <laughs> Tell your friends. Rate us five stars. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at not just reality, uh, reality, T-E-A. Um, see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.